I'm not saying it's true, I'm saying I believe it. There's no way you actually believe that. Come on. Will you at least admit that it's possible? I'll admit that you're an idiot. Why don't we hang out outside of the podcast, dude? Well, we we went out drinking that one time. Do you know how long ago that was? No, well... Think about it for a second. That was literally over a year ago. Oh, your daughter wasn't even born yet, was she? No, dude. That was a really long time ago that we went out drinking. Funny story. That's actually how I realized I liked you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, you know what? While we're getting into this story, I don't remember it quite as as, as humorously as you do. So let me tell my part of the, what I remember from this story. So we went out, and it was really great. I learned that you love DMX at the first place that we went to before you even had that much to drink. And then from there... We went to a bar because, uh, if I remember correctly, they had pickled eggs, and I went, oh, that's great, but I don't, nobody fucking likes pickled eggs, so. The first bar that we went to, we we went there, it's a bar that's known in my hometown, because I, I, I live in the town that I grew up up in, and every single person that never left my hometown. That's where they hang out. That's where they all hang out. Yeah. So I don't like going there. Yeah, yeah. But we started there. We started. Yeah. But we started there. They had cheap drinks. Well, a pool. Yeah. 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 So anyway, after that, we went to another bar, and, and I, uh. We went uh, to the local dive bar. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. The kind of, like I said, pickled eggs jar on the counter. Yes. I mean, it's basically most tavern. Like, and so right away when we get we get in there, I went to the restroom, and you nicely ordered us a couple shots each, and that was really great. You got us like Templeton Bef- and, before we had just had beer, and yep. this is how this night was going to start after that. Yes, exactly. And so that was awesome. I was like, oh hell yeah! And I got back, and you're like, hey, here's a couple shots of Templeton. I was like, fuck yeah, we yeah, had you two got, shots each. Yeah, we had two shots and each then of Templeton. I think we talked to a couple people. We sat there for a second, uh, maybe ordered like a, uh, some kind of a mixed drink or whatever, and then you went up to get more shots. You ended up getting three a piece of what you wanted to get was uh, rum chata, correct? I did as an easy easy go. You guys may have seen on Twitter recently me talking about three shots of rumple mints which is not rum chata no it's just straight like it's as if you put a whole pack of gum in your mouth and then vodka that's a pretty good explanation and so, yes and, and, I, and I, at that time when you you can't you're like ah, i got three rumple mint shots for each of us and i was like okay because i was like well shit i'm not gonna like say he just bought three shots for me that well five total in, in, in a short period of time i'm like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take them but like what the fuck and what's wrong with this guy it's a weird we do all of these and then you're like oh, that's not I, I don't know if you said that's not what i thought it was or that's not as good as i remember it but i'm like yeah dude why would you pick rumble mints and you're like well i thought it was like and i think this is where you start describing rum chata and i'm like Dude, that's rum chata. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's what I meant to get. So if that describes in any way how the night went. <laughs> yes, because then you went behind the back. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, thank you. I forgot about that part. So right after the three shots, I immediately went, oh, excuse me, walked outside, threw up on the wooden side of the building, walked back in and continued my night. You did. And then we and, went, and then after that, we went to a dance bar oh, club sort of thing. And this is this was so sad for me because I'm, as we've said on the podcast, I'm a little bit younger than JJ. A lot and, younger. Well, five years younger. Five right? years. Yep. So a decent amount. And we we're, we go to this dance bar, at like this like this bump in kind of hip bar as much as Iowa has. And so we're, we're standing there, we're watching like people dance and we are standing like off to the side of the DJ, just standing there drinking, looking at each other and smiling, looking at the dance floor and smiling and going like, Neither one of us should be here right now. I think I had a gin and tonic there. Yeah, I, I, was I think we both had gin and we, tonics. Yeah, we did. We both finished our G&Ts and we walked out of that bar. But um, Funny story, when I walked out of that bar, I could not feel my face. Like, I just could <laughs> not feel parts of my body. I couldn't feel parts of my body when I was just aggressively vomiting that rumble mints outside of the first bar, or the second bar. That is, but, that is the most, that is the 
most drunk I've ever been without throwing up. Yeah, yeah. A and lot I'm, of stories were shared that night. But let me let me. A lot say of stories too, I will never make it to. In yes, this era. true. Um, let me say the reason I brought this up. Well, I brought it up because I want to hang out with you outside of the podcast. We don't do that. Fuck you, a. And and I brought it up also because I want to lay down the law right here. I'm gonna make some rules. So if we go out again, we probably won't. But if we ever do again, um, rule number one. Rule number one. I'll say commandment number one. We cannot have any rumplements. No rumplements at all. It's it's off the table. Rule number two: Templeton was a great idea. That should be upped, if anything. <laughs> you know what else had some sort of commandments? New age. I think commandments? I do. I feel like it's a mysterious um, a human rock. I don't know how to the Georgia Guidestones. The is Georgia what we're talking Guidestones. About today. Is what Jesus, I was supposed to be a cool segue, I guess, but it didn't really work that way. So. Well, bring us in. <laughs> okay, so I'm Nick. I'm JJ. This is conspiring to argue, and as we said today, we're talking about the Georgia Guidestones. Yes, thank you so much for that wonderful story. And I learned at that point <laughs> I could not handle my liquor. But as that was the night well. that you realized that we were that we might be good to go out together every once in a while. Yes, everyone's casual a, friends. Apparently, once a year and. Maybe at that time I thought okay, it's it's been once so far. So like, however long we've known each other, it's once in that until no, we go out again. No, you went to my bachelor party. Okay, sure. We went to a bachelor party. But together. what happened in the bachelor party? I went to sleep at eleven with the hugging box of Domino's pizza. That's you true. guys continued to go out. That's true. We did. We were out to about four or five. Yeah, I I had had a kid by then. Yeah, and I was tired as shit. Yeah, that's true. So You're... like, I was all about it. We got to the different town. We were partying. We went to a couple bars. I got back. I ordered Domino's. I was done. You know what? That was probably the best part of the night for you, wasn't it? Oh, that that pizza was good. That was all right. So let's talk about the Georgia Guidestones yes. because when you suggested this, you were you put it out as something that was we don't know how it got there. And I and I first thought Illuminati. I thought you know all sorts of conspiracies, as people say, and as you you should. That's the the story that's uh, pushed forward with it. And it wasn't until I dove into it that I started realizing. Holy cow, this rabbit hole goes incredibly deep. And it really does. And everybody's oh, yeah. got their opinions on the Georgia Guidestones. And if you haven't heard of it, don't feel bad because I hadn't heard of it until Nick mentioned it. He said they're like America's Stonehenge. And I, at the time, didn't even realize that we had such a thing. But we do. And here's the story of the Georgia Guidestones. What I want to start with is how the Georgia Guidestones were commissioned. What, what went into that? So... In June of 1979, a man calling himself R.C. Christian met with Joe Fendley, the owner of Elberton Granite and Finishing Company, asking him to commission a structure made of granite. Mm -hmm. Quick quick uh, digression. I'm pretty sure the night that we were going crazy, I at one point yelled, call me R.C. Cola. It didn't catch on, but it, that just made me think of it. This yes, guy calling himself R.C. Christian. Thank God it did not catch on. Uh, all right, guys, tweet at... Um, Tweet, you know, hashtag RC Cola won this argument. It's my new nickname. It's coming back. No, you cannot make up nicknames for yourself. That's not how <laughs> nicknames work. Call me RC Cola. No, that's a stupid nickname to begin with. It is, but it's a great soda. It is a good soda. I actually I don't do know it. why I have like, I have a weird like morning zoo DJ voice going on. Have you noticed that I keep saying like RC Cola? RC that was a fun Cola. night. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, get your douchebag pants off. Uh, yeah, Jesus I don't Christ. get it. So. So he asked them to make a structure out of granite. Now, what's interesting about Elberton County is it only has 5,000 people that live in there, but it's one of the biggest granite centrals in the United States. They have like 43 different quarries 
So they everything in this town is literally made of granite. Their signs are made of granite. Their houses are made of granite. Like if it was they're called Mc- Graniteville, it wouldn't be weird. No, their their McDonald's is made of granite. Like everything, Seriously? yes, everything is made of granite in this city. I'm kind of bummed I didn't run across that in my research because that's an awesome thing to know about that place. Everything is made of granite in the city. It's because it's the biggest granite producer. In the entire in United area. States. Oh, oh, okay. In the entire United States. Like that county is? Yes. That's it, crazy. That entire county. Well, there's only 5,000 people that work there or right. that live there, and they all are granite workers. That's, that's every single pretty one of them. cool. So other than the people that work at McDonald's, with it, they just do that in their spare time. because right. Well, it's because the granite guys need to eat. Yes, exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. They're master granite workers. So R.C. Christian stated that he... He called himself R.C. Christian because he was a Christian. I don't know where the R.C. came from, but... I do. We'll We'll get into that. We'll get to that. (laughs) Now, he stated that he represented a small group of loyal Americans, and they wanted to commission a structure, something that they've been planning for about 20 years. And the the structure would serve as a compass, a calendar, a clock, and should be able to withstand a catastrophic event. That becomes actually pretty important when we get to some of the commandments that they say. Now... Joe Fendley sent R.C. to the bank to meet with uh, Wyatt Martin because more or less Joe was like, this guy is insane. He is loony. He's a wacko. In fact, when when Mr. Fendley gave him a quote, what he more or less did was give him a quote that was several times higher what he thought it was going to be. R.C. Christian didn't even blink and I just said, yep, that sounds like a good idea. I can do that. So he sends him to the bank to make sure he has all his finances in order because the commission that was going to structure this entire structure was going to be bigger than anything that they've ever done in that county with granite in the light in their lifetime it was going to be huge it was going to be massive so they they changed it then or 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 as it is today that was the as it is today it's one of the I biggest feel like it's, it's big but it's not huge in terms of granite in well, terms still, of just using granite. Yeah, I get, I get that. But I feel like in the granite capital, you would have something bigger made of granite that you've well, done. But, but but you're talking about that specific group. Well, keep in mind that, well, this was one of the biggest, the the Elberton Granite and Finishing Company was one of the biggest companies that did granite in the area. I, keep I, in mind, these granite things are, there's four of them that are 19 feet tall. Right. No, I get it. It's big. But I just didn't think it was, but I guess, okay. I mean, it's not important. I just, that's surprising to me. But Yes, it was one of the biggest jobs that they would okay. ever have to do. It was one of the biggest jobs. So, at the bank, R.C. Christian claimed he had the funds but wanted to stay anonymous. Wyatt Martin goes ahead, verifies the funds, but tells... R.C. Christian that he can't create a bank account without his real name. Now, R.C. Christian agrees, but under the condition that he must remain anonymous to everybody else, there's no documentation saved, there's no telling anyone his true identity, which Wyatt Martin has done. He's never revealed who the person, who R.C. Christian was, let me but say, he has kept the documents. Yes, and let me say this real quickly, too. I've seen a lot of people online when we were researching this saying that... Um, People were like, well, clearly he didn't keep a good secret because he let R.C. Christian get out. It's like, no, no, no. He gave him his real name. That's not his real Like, no. I saw that. So I don't know if you saw that in your research, but I saw that a lot. People were like, I, a lot of forums, like the comments would be like, well, this Wyatt guy is, is shitty because he let his name get out. No, he didn't. Do, no. They, do they not realize it's a fake name or do they think that he wanted to keep his fake name concealed? Well, R.C. Christian even said, this is a pseudoname. My real name isn't R.C. Christian. And you can use R.C. Christian. Like, obviously, it's a fake name. You can say that all you want. Even on the structure on yep. the Georgia Guidestone, they actually say, R.C. Christian is a person that commissioned this. Yes. And it says, a pseudoname 
yes, in parentheses. Yes, yes, exactly. So there's no, there's no, he wasn't hiding. I yeah, mean, he, that he, he was, was clearly giving a fake name, yes. but he wanted his an- an- anonymity. He did. He I did. Can't. That's hard. So <laughs> the stones themselves. So everything went through just fine. It was. It took about a year to erect these stones. They erected in March of 1980 in Alberton, Albert County, Georgia. They were made completely of granite. Four of the stones were 19.3 inches tall. Feet. It's, feet. I'm sorry. 19 feet three inches tall. Yep. And it's if you're trying to want, figure out where uh, uh, Albert. County is it's 90 miles east of Atlanta, mm-hmm. 45 miles from uh, Athens, and the part that they and where they picked this site was it was nine miles north of Elberton, the center. Yes. At least. so it's it's outside the county. Yeah, but it's still part of the or outside the city. Part it's of the outside county. the city, part yes. of the county. Yes. Yep. Yes, absolutely. So the there are four stones, and they're arranged astronomically. And there's one stone kind of on top of all of these, the capstone. And then there's a square stone that it, it kind of connects all the points that they call the capstone. And then there's a ground stone to the west that provides history of yep. the, the purpose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the key to the map. Exactly. Yep. All six granite slabs weigh about 238,000 pounds. Together? Together. Okay. All weighed together. Uh, the land is about there's about five acres that were bought from a local farmer they were bought by rc christian and then transferred i, I thought along this was with interesting the, along with the guide stones to albert county yeah so, so he bought so this person not only paid for all of the the materials the labor all of that kind of stuff all the the expertise he needed but he also bought all of the land and then gave it just gave it all away that's true that's true. It's, it is kind of strange. Yep. It I just wanted kind of to strange. point that out because that's important to me. I, and that was all of, and that was his original plan to begin with. That was part of all these things that he was doing with the county, with the bank, with the granite company. And, and that's, that was all made to happen. So that, that was always his, his intentions to happen. Right. Now the strones are arranged in kind of a paddle wheel. Uh, they're supposed to orient the migration of the sun. The four, Major stones. Well, they, they, they let me interject. They, they are supposed to do a lot of things. That's one of the things. That's well, I'll get to that. The yep. four major stones with where they're positioned are supposed to orientate the migration of the sun. And the four major stones contain ten guidelines for living in eight different languages. I'll get to the commandments, the guidelines in just a minute. But the four, but on each of the the stones, and I didn't realize how big these these words were mm-hmm. on every single stone. The entire face of the stone is with these like ten commandment, these ten guides for living. On one side there's English, on another side there's Spanish, on another stone there's Swahili and Hindu and Hebrew. Because he picked eight, right? And yep, and Arabic and Chinese and Russian. So the idea is there's there's he there are four four stones each obviously with two sides, and he picked eight languages. So there's language one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So they're basically, and they take up the entire stone. Yes. So the the vast majority of there there is more information, like we said, but the vast majority of the information are these these commandments or these guidelines in eight different languages. That's correct. It's the same information on all the sides, just in different languages. In different languages. Yes. That's absolutely right. And what's strange is that they use some of these some languages that aren't very well known, like Swahili, for example, which isn't very widely spoken mm-hmm. in terms of like... I kind of have a theory about the languages and we'll get into it. But. Okay. Now, in the same way that Swahili is not as popular as German or French, French yeah. or whatever other language we can 
we can think about. Right. It's, a lot of very simple-minded people have pointed that out, but we'll get into why that doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, apparently, I'm a simple-minded folk. Yes. So, and then at the top structure, like... So I'm glad one, you finally realized that. So, thank you. So, uh, the capstone that connects kind of all these these four stones together, there's a... The short structure has a short message on each of the corners, and it's written in Babylonian, it's written in Greek, it's written in Sanskrit, and it's written in Egyptian hieroglyphs. Mm -hmm. So again, very, very, very strange. And I want to get into the Ten Commandments and what they are, if I can. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, too... Um, <clears throat> So just just to kind of recap real quickly, so there's there's the you know basically eight faces of these large nineteen nineteen point three foot or nineteen feet three inch um, wall faces, and these are mostly covered in in these ten commandments that they're about to read, and then there's like the the rim of the uh, cap right that has the four different languages. That's right. And, and so I just just so people can see it. And, and one thing I want to point out too, um, if you check out our Facebook or our website, we're gonna be posting pictures of all of this. So please definitely check them out while you're listening to this because you can get a better understanding of this. So um, and while you're there, drop us a like, drop us a comment. Anyway, so what do, what do they say? So the very first one says, maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. Step two. That's the first one? That's the top one. That's I didn't the very know first that. One. That's the very first one. Which is, which. That's the most we'll controversial the, one. Yeah. That's, and that's what we'll get into when we talk about, when we start the, the argument. The theories, yeah. With the theories is that's number one. Yep. In this terms of like the 10 commandments, the number one is thou shall not kill, which is the most important that you put at top. And some people take this this uh, new commandment to be thou shalt kill. So we'll get into kind that. Of. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know it's, what you it's, mean. It's, it's Absolutely. interesting. But okay, so what's number two? Number two is guide reproduction wisely, improve fitness and diversity. Three, unite humanity with a living new language. Four, rule passion. Is that Esperanto? <laughs> Four is rule passion faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people and nature with fair laws and just courts. Six, let all nature rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven is avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And number 10 is be a cancer on earth. Leave room for nature. Don't be a cancer on earth. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> be, no, it says be not. I'm oh, sorry. be not. Be yes. not a cancer. <laughs> be a cancer on earth. Be not a cancer on earth. Leave room for nature. Definitely not getting edited out. <laughs> and then it's and then it's repeated again. Leave room for nature. So leave room for nature is it, mentioned twice. And that's in the tenth commandment that's or the, the tenth, tenth guideline yes. for living or whatever do not be a cancer on society yeah, yes and, and leave room for nature leave room for nature leave room for it's nature. like the the refrain in the chorus it's it's leave room for nature leave room it's if it's a song that's how it ends with that's <laughs> two, two singing that's so, true and so this these same um 10 rules are again to, to reiterate once again because this is the biggest part of it they are in eight languages just said over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again on each, each on each wall. On each wall. On each the, wall. The, the, the base, if you go up and you start reading, you're going to be reading one of those commandments. You're not going to first look up and see that, you know, yeah. <laughs> the four. So that's probably where you're going to be reading. Now, the center stone that's in the middle, the one that's more square, column-like, that's not so much... Like the, the capstone, right? The top. No, not the capstone. Oh. There's one in the middle. So there's four of them that are... There are four walls yes. that have each of them. That make kind of a plus. Yes. And then the one in... There's one in the middle yep. that holds up 
the capstone in the middle mm-hmm. along with the other ones. There's one hole in the middle, the center the stone. Beam. The center stone. The, yeah. yeah, it's called the center stone. Uh, it, there's a specially drilled hole so that the oh, north yes, yes. star is always visible. It's, it's drilled at an angle so you can always see the north star. Yes. And then there's also a slot in that's drilled into it that's eye level that... If you're, because you, it, I think, but isn't that drilled into the capstone? Because you're looking up and you see it. No, it's actually, it's actually in that center stone. It's in the center stone. Okay. It's a slot aligned with the position of the horizon sun during the winter and summer solstice. Solstice, solstice excuse yes. me. And then there's farther away. There's an explanatory. Should we just change the name of our podcast? Words are hard. Words are hard. Words are hard with JJ. <laughs> And only JJ. <laughs> Look forward to our first episode coming out soon on our bonus episodes. Fake, the, whatever. <laughs> the, uh, there's an explanatory tablet, and it has the George's Guidestones were erected in March 22nd of 1980. And then it says in the middle, there's a square that says, let these guides Guidestones be an age of reason. And then it has on each of the corners, it shows like what the languages are for the capstone, uh, Babylonian, classic Greek, Sanskrit, uh, Egyptian hieroglyphics. And then it has off to the right side. It has Sanskrit. Sanskrit. I'm sorry. Yep. Sanskrit. Sanskrit. Yep. Perfect. Words are hard with JJ. Yep. Sanskrit. <laughs> well, it's not really fair because I, you know, part of my, my major in the study of religion was, you know, um, learning, you know, different uh, religious texts and. My major was not. It, it, it was not. That is it was true. <laughs> it also has the physical data in terms of how tall, how wide everything is it, in this this tablet. And it has, also has the astronomical features. One of the other things it has that's kind of interesting is a date and time for, or an explanation for a time capsule. It says something along the lines of a time capsule was placed here on, and then there's nothing to be, re, to be dug up on. And then it's blank. Holy shit, people, like, oh my god, people really latch on to this, JJ. Have you seen that? Like, with the, the time capsule thing, people, that is the, honestly, to me, the biggest driver of conspiracy theories, more than population control, more than any, people are like, well, what is the time capsule? Where is it buried? What's it supposed to be? It's like a D.B. Cooper mystery. A lot of people will actually, I've heard a lot of people try to dig it up, trying yeah. to dig up, like, treasure. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll do it, and it's and it's kind of incredible. Like They what, just, they decided not to do a time capsule, and they quit. Actually, <laughs> what I heard was supposed to happen is they were supposed to have a group of fourth graders that were supposed to put things in a time capsule, and they were supposed to put the times and the dates. Okay, but are they wearing a shirt with the Eye of Horus on it? <laughs> or the Eye of Providence? I'm sorry. The, are they are they all, that like, was kids singing New World Order folk songs? <laughs> well, what's interesting about the Georgia Guidestones is that this was actually a pretty big unraveling this was actually something that the county was very proud of and it was as far as i understand it too in 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 1980 when it was unraveled it was like 50 50 a lot of people were like this is so cool and a lot of people were like blasphemy yeah a lot of people were like that a lot of people were like so it's it's a really divisive uh uh, you know unveiling even when the even when it was being built and commissioned there was a lot of people who were really unhappy with it a lot of people said it was very satanic there was a lot of people who thought it was good for the community. It was going to be, I don't want to say it. It was going to be like a, uh, a tourist attraction that was going to bring people in. And that's what it does. It brings lots of people. Yeah, it brings people in. It's in the middle of a field. You have to understand that. So it's on Georgia Guidestone Lane, I think is what it's on. Mm-hmm. So it does bring people, it does absolutely bring people in, but at the same time, it is very controversial. It's actually been in the last couple of years that it's been defaced in the last, 
it, it, that was a big deal too when it got to face. But I've heard that there was like they because now they have cameras up. They do. Um, and it, it was a big deal. Like because the were county like, oh, owns it. vandalism. Yes, exactly. Because well, because it was gifted by the New World Order or somebody else or someone else. Um, so all right. Uh, so they far, they have cameras there. Yes. Uh, it used to they people just apparently used to just throw chicken blood on it for reasons. Now I've seen people throwing acids on it. The only thing I can think of right away when you say chicken blood is maybe, and that's more mostly chicken bones. And even that is kind of a misappropriation, but like maybe, you know, voting, maybe like, like voodoo. Um, maybe cause that is something, to, but, but I, I don't understand the chicken blood. Uh, people I, have also thrown acid on it. They've, that's just cool. Graffiti has been another one. Yeah. People have tried to put their trucks. Graffiti is just art. That's not vandalism. I've so. seen people, I've heard of people, chaining things up to their truck and they've tried to rip them down with their trucks. Why? <laughs> like out of the power of Jesus because it's a different set of commandments or just because they're like, well, I got a strong truck. <laughs> I got turbo diesel. No, I don't think they're just doing down. it because they want to see if their Hemi is strong enough oh, to pull okay, down so the truck. Oh, so they actually are doing it for a, like a, um, you know, reason like the <laughs> Yes, they're, they're doing it for reasons. They're, okay. they're doing it because they don't, they, sure, they, they, they don't agree with the message. With the, with the rise in controversy towards the New World Order and Illuminati, people think yes. that this is like was commissioned by them. So they people try to tear Either it down. Either that or they at least think that even if it wasn't commissioned by the Illuminati, it's not things that they agree with. It's, exactly. It's a new set of commandments and it's not something they agree with. Yes, so, in Georgia. That makes sense. So any other like real history, real background that you want to get into? There's a couple real quick things. Sure. While, the, while it was actually being commissioned, R.C. Christian wrote a letter to Wyatt and with something along the lines of, I understand why people would think that this is religious. It's not religious. It's not meant to be bad. It's not meant to be commandments. Holy shit. It's just meant- I don't know anything about this. Yeah. He wrote a, he wrote a letter to Wyatt and, and Wyatt put, put it in the newspaper. Did he say to put it in the newspaper? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, he okay. said, I thought, I thought you were saying like Wyatt just did it. No, like, no. He, he sent it to them and said, please post this because I want people to know it. what yes, the guide it's not, are about. It's yep. just a guide for living. It's not, we don't want people tearing it down. It's oh, not a bad man, thing. man, what a good... Like, of course you're going to say that. One if of you... the things he actually said, too, and I thought this was very interesting, was if people want to erect their own monuments in this site, please do. We want the more the merrier, the more you can Again, do. Again, of course. Who has the money to erect their own monuments in the site? Nobody except for the New World Order. So nobody's going to, but it looks really good, and it distances you from the New World Order. So they tried... To, that was one of the things that he did, was he tried to calm it. But another thing was a couple of years... A couple of years later, and this is where my arguments kind of kind of focus on, is uh, R.C. Christian published a little miniature book uh, under the name Robert C. Christian. Apparently, he decided instead of R.C. to put himself as Robert. Yeah, and it was it's called, already a fake name. Yeah, it's already a fake name. Why not go with it? Why not give yourself? But a why? First name? Why not? But here's my question: Why not give yourself a cool middle name? Like, why not be like like Robert like. I, Robert I, Cruz Christian. Yeah, yeah. Well, that might With have been cool Z. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Really C C R U Z. Like the sick. Uh, what is it? The Chevy Cruz. Like or the, the Chevy Cruz. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, which brings us to our first sponsor, uh, Chevy Motor. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so one of the things that he did was put a book called Common Sense Renewed, and it had such rhetoric as global rule by reasoning. Well, it, it, that has to be a, a, a reference to Thomas Paine's common sense, it is. right? Okay. Common sense. And this was his kind Com- of common sense. This is him going, I agree, but here's what I would do in modern times. Exactly. That's what exactly a, what, what it douchebag. was. <laughs> and each human being has a purpose. Uh, he rationalized the world order, advocated mass sterilization. He drummed it up in, in very nice language. It was very well written, but it was very much uh, 
superior human intelligence and compassion like, and drive. Those are the people you, that need to breed. It, and so not, instead of rather than population control in terms of we want to make sure people have resources, it was eugenics. It was absolutely eugenics. Yes. And, it and was almost completely course, eugenics. And here, we're going to add another thing to our list here, guys. Uh, conspiring to argue is officially against eugenics. And guys with sandals. We still have, we're 50-50. Our fans have been really supporting sandals lately. Is that true? I don't know. Okay. I have, and I'm a fan At of At least show. internally. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so. That is all the history I have. Sounds like a good wrap-up to me. Other than the R.C. Christian could have got a much better deal on the Georgia Guidestones if he had went through Johnny B's Hardware. <laughs> we have some new sponsors. I'm really excited. We'll come back from the break and talk about them. But as Johnny, of- Johnny B's Hardware, they sell granite stones. I didn't know they they worked with granite. I hadn't ever heard this. There's not anything Johnny B's Hardware can't do. <laughs> Guys, look forward to uh, Johnny B's Hardware t-shirts are going to be coming out soon. So uh, I hope we'll, we can do that. That'd be amazing. We're definitely going to do that. Anyway, um, so uh, thank you for making this I, far. Tr- truthfully, I looked it up. Nobody owns the name Johnny yes, B's Hardware. We, are, we can have it. We are totally like trademarking that name. If you want to, if, just side note, if you want a Johnny B's Hardware, if you actually support that idea, yes. message us because we, if we get enough support, we will start making Johnny B's Hardware. Also, t-shirts. and let me say this too. If you are listening and you're, you're wealthy and you're like, oh, I love these conspiring to argue guys, you know what I want to do? I want to register a trade name. And then I'll give it to them, or we can go into business together. I think sure. we can. Whatever. I think we can say it's our intellectual property because we made it first. Yes, I, I think so too. We, we have least, it on the record. We could argue it, we and could. we both know how good we are at arguing. We win, <laughs> and you guys are going to see that soon. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Ring that bell. Let's get ready to rumble. We're forgetting something. Like we had, I, the, I felt that way the whole podcast. We have the script of what we want to accomplish and the different things. Oh so, my god, you totally made it. Let's check the script. What right, did we miss? Let, no, no, no. Let's check the script because this is going to bother me until we actually figure it out. So because we did the uh, intro, we did the intro story. That was fun. Yep. Uh, we did the topic intro. Yeah, Georgia yep. Guidestones. Alternative titles, background. God oh, damn it! Alternative titles. The second you said it, all right. Okay, so so this is episode two where we've been doing our new alternative title it's segment. Second, we've already fucked it's it up. It's the second one. So I'm sorry. Um, so we are going to jump right into alternative titles. <laughs> alternative title for this episode. I will Jesus. I will start off. Okay. I've never written down. I don't know why. Uh, Georgia Guidestones, 280,000 pounds of Satanism. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Okay. I, mine Mine's a little longer, but mine is Georgia Guidestones. Emotional Rescue was a better 1980 Stones release. <laughs> oh, the Rolling Stones. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Was that a couple levels, maybe? Or, was that uh, released in 1980? It was. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yep. Yep. I uh, I actually looked up because uh, I was I knew Stones were still making music in the 80s, and I'm like, you know, it'd be great if they had an album that actually dropped in 1980, and they did. Thank God. Boom. <laughs> Perfect. So, all right. Uh, can I, Can I just say there was I was listening to? No, I'm sorry. That wasn't the Rolling Stones. That was Aerosmith. What Aerosmith story? Confi- Real quick, my, in my it. brain, I was confusing those bands. They're nothing alike. No, they're nothing. Nothing alike. Uh, but one of the one of the things uh, Steven Tyler was listening to a song that he was like, "God, we should we should cover this album. We should we should cover this song. Who sung this?" And one of his bands mates did. We did, you dickhead. He forgot he wrote and sung this song because he was oh my so God. high on drugs. And the... Well, and probably just because he's Steven Tyler and he doesn't give a fuck. Well, apparently it was on like the B side of their album. It was like one of the last songs. And he like loved it. 
Well, he just, yeah, he's like, God, we should really cover this song. Who did this? Like, we oh did. Oh, my God. We're that's, the ones that did that's this. That's really funny. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what song it was, but it was just something that wasn't a very popular that, song. Honestly, let me just say right now, I hope that happens with us in the future where I, like, somebody's playing a podcast and I'm like, I want to have these guys on as guests. And they're like, listen to an early yeah. episode and it's us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, we should really do a job in a yeah, episode. Yeah, God, this sounds, they have some good points. <laughs> and then it's like, who did this? Conspired yeah. our, oh, we did. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. okay. Well, anyway, so, um, welcome back. What's next? We have we now have, made up for, <laughs> we've done missed. our alternative title. Now we get to the bet part. Oh God, this is my favorite. So man, I got to ask, how's the no caffeine thing going? It's been rough. Yeah, to say the least. Well, I I knew I was going to lose the the bet on about Monday when you were 70% to my 30% on Twitter <laughs> and none of the email votes were thank going Thank you listeners. You can all go to hell. <laughs> I wanted to thank all the people for voting, but I really just wanted to tell them to go to hell. Yeah. So, I started weaning myself off it about Monday and Tuesday so that when I jumped in full on Wednesday, it wasn't going to, like, the cumulative hangover wasn't going to kill me. Right, yeah. Well, because, like, if I go without caffeine, I, I don't drink a ton of caffeine, but if I go without it completely, I, I, I get headaches and stuff. Like, do you get like that? I drink so much caffeine in the course of a day, it would kill a lesser man. <laughs> so and, this has been really rough for and you. And to not be able to do it for a week has yeah. been, well, I think we're four days in right now. So uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to not having to do this. That first only, sweet sip of nectar. <laughs> yeah, the only thing, the only thing that Nick, bless his heart, has let me do is drink rum and coke. So I'm getting my caffeine fix. Yeah, a it's not little even bit about the alcohol. Normally, if we have a rum and coke at the end of a week, it's like, oh yeah, time to get some sweet booze. But for you, it's just caffeine, right? It's just the little <laughs> amount of caffeine that I can possibly get. I, I think we almost worded it no soda at first, and I realized one of the things that I've been buying. Um, at like sometimes in the morning I won't like want I won't always want coffee or whatever uh, so like especially in the summer so I'll get like have you seen the the caffeinated water they have no oh it, it's literally just a big bottle of water and it just has a little bit of caffeine in it oh I it's should. a great idea I I cannot and this is no joke unless something has like 200 I look at I look at energy drinks to see how much caffeine is in them <laughs> and if it's under 150 I don't even bother with yeah. it because I need I think it's the high like amount. around there it's it's is actually it? yeah it's pretty high usually the water ones have like really small like 25 well, or 50 this one milligrams specifically, of caffeine like it's just water and caffeine so I have I have bought energy drinks by like two or three of them at a time that I had to be above the age of 18 because there was so much caffeine in it and that's like a tuesday for yeah. me oh let me say if you guys uh we kind of jumped in this randomly if it, we we uh hosted a poll if you haven't listened before um basically we had a consequence poll loser had to go a week without caffeine i won the poll yes and so. i am so frustrated with it i don't even want to talk about it anymore for the rest of this so episode. we're done we're done talking about it all right so now by now you guys have heard and seen you know well now you're seeing the consequences of the bet but um, we are going to place our, our bet for who wins this episode. So um, what did definitely we decide? vote. What did we decide for the bet? All right. So, <laughs> Jesus. So this week, um, we're, we're going to, after we post this episode, we're going to host a poll as we always do. And then based you on- can, You can vote on Twitter. You can direct message us. You can vote on Facebook. We'll yep. do it the same We'll thing count everything up. Facebook. We're going to post it on Twitter, um, but we're, you know, we're going to count it every, you know, we're going to count your votes everywhere. So definitely get a hold of us. Any social media, uh, we'll count your vote. So this week, um, and it's going to be based on who won this episode. So this week, the bet 
um, is going to be something that is is, is uh, near and dear to both of us. If we, the person who loses next episode that we record next week, it will, um, we're going to have to spend the entire episode, rather than drinking our favorite rum and Coke, we're going to have to drink an IPA the whole time. It, better than that, we're going to have, I hate IPAs. It's, we both I do. I just hate IPAs. I, I do can't too. stand them. I've always said that people who drink IPAs, it's not because they like IPAs, it's because they are trying to show off. I think it's probably because they're just more manly than we are. I do, too, now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a couple of friends who like IPAs, and they're way more manly than, <laughs> than I am. Than I'll ever be. Yeah. yeah. So, But we're still going to subject ourselves to that. So we will do, we'll have a six-pack, and you have to finish the yes. six-pack Yes. by the end of the episode. And so, guys, right in. If you guys are IPA fans, or if you hate them and you know there's one you specifically hate, we were bringing up a couple examples uh, before the uh, during the break. But if you guys know of a particularly bitter IPA that we can easily get in Iowa six-pack up, right in uh we will get that six pack and the loser will have to drink all of it there will be pictures yes we will post it online yes. they will oh, post it online it's gonna be rough please please let my debate debatability uh <laughs> carry me through this and so jj has to drink the uh please I, nobody vote uh God. just just nobody vote that'd be great but i you know what i'm gonna say this right now if nobody votes we both have to do it Okay, fine. Somebody please, vote. somebody vote for me. Um, okay, so that, right, but write in with your your uh, least favorite, or if you're a douchebag, favorite IPA. Yes, exactly. Alien- That's what I want. I want your favorite a- IPA. Alienating all of our IPA drink fans. <laughs> anyway, so let's get into the argument. Man. All four of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I don't. Know. It's super hot right now. I don't like IPAs. I just I don't I just, understand. I can't do like it. It's just, just pure don't. hops. That's all it is. Like there's no flavor. No, I can't do it. I anyway. can't do it. So let's start with our alternative theory. So ones that we're not going to mention, but we keep hearing in. We're going to mention, but we're not going. We're going to mention yeah, the best of the rest. Yeah. Ones that we don't believe, but. Apparently they keep coming up and either, coming up and coming they're up. coming up and, and then it's either that they we just shoot them down right away or they make sense but we don't believe them. First one, Ted Turner. Yep, Ted Turner has nothing to do with this. Well, well, how does he get involved in this? Well, he gets involved in this because he is from the area. He's from like He's from Georgia. Yeah, I think he's from Atlanta. And um he had there was a, a quote where he he basically referenced something about population control. That's all it is. He said something about population control. He's from the area. They went. He probably has something to do with the guidestones. He does not. Can you? What is eugenic? Because we're going to be talking about. Yes, it an we should awful talk about lot. the difference real quick between population control and eugenics. Yes. They are very different, but they I can see why people confuse them. So population control to begin with is the idea, whatever the solution is, it's the idea that we do need to control our population, whether it's a one-child system like China was doing, whether it's, you know, killing people, which is on the bad side, but it's it's controlling population. That's what population control is. So you, China's not a not eugenics. They might be, but not in their one-child system. In their I mean, one, that's what I mean, in their one-child yeah, system. There might be people in China that believe in eugenics. Eugenics is what the Nazis wanted to do. Eugenics is the idea of creating superior humans through selective breeding. Mm-hmm. So it's the idea of if, if you are going to have a child, you should pick somebody who has genetic markers that are going to give you the best child or or you shouldn't be allowed this is there's there's positive and negative eugenics that's what they call it they're both negative in real world application but they call it positive or negative positive is where you you mate based on these genetic markers that are going to lead to better offspring in quotes and negative eugenics is where you're not allowed to mate because you have genetic markers that are bad this was like forced sterilization forced sterilization is part of eugenics um or forced 
impregnation, possibly, if you have genetic... I mean, it's the idea, like, like with, uh, you know, Hitler and the Aryan race. It's, that was... In a, that was to the Nazis positive eugenics yes. where he was trying to create a better race and then the negative part of it was limiting people from having children that he considered less than and we'll we'll jump back into eugenics here in a little bit but I want to get into our next one which is one that you don't believe but is very very popular is uh, the NWO the New World Order oh, well, as okay. a group preface yes exactly so you guys will see my theory uh, at the end but I, I think there's something to do with NWO, but I don't think that the Georgia Guidestones were this big, grand NWO plan, as some people propose it is. It's definitely not this big plan because there's too much randomness and too much weirdness for an organization like that possible organization to, to put forth. They, it would be perfect if it was the NWO because the NWO exists and we don't realize that they exist because they're so perfect. This has a lot of weirdness and that's not NWO. Can I just ask, and this is my biggest problem with the Georgia Guidestones and the NWO, is how did Hulk Hogan bring those stones Jesus and erect them up? How, what, <laughs> I was, hate you so Was much. Sting involved? <laughs> Sting was Lex Luthor? <laughs> you know what's funny? Is, I don't know. I know that I know who Sting is, but when you say that, I think about the police. I think about Sting singing tantric love songs in Kama Sutra. I don't think about the wrestler. I think about Sting from the police. Like, that's very different. He might have been involved, too. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, the NWO has a very see, large see, reach. Hulk Hogan is involved in NWO, and Sting is involved in the NWO. They're totally different. I, I actually never watched WCW. I, re- I know... Hulk Hogan was in the NWO. I really hope Sting was. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not 100 no sure. I, I we were talking about this actually on the break a little bit. We both, as who we are and the age we are and things like we we grew up with professional wrestling. And I'm glad now a lot of we've seen like we talked to a lot of new podcasts and a lot of people are doing wrestling podcasts and it's super cool because professional wrestling has become like they're on they're 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 part of the in joke. You know what I mean? Now mm-hmm. they they recognize they don't try at all anymore. They don't try to to distance themselves. They are part of the end joke, and I love it. So let's move on. There's to our no next, irony. Next theory yeah. is that uh, R.C. Christian was completely made up. He was a made up by Joe Fendley and Wyatt Martin. The and name was made up. The, well, not only the name, but the person was made up. Right. Because exactly. Joe Fendley and Wyatt Martin are the only two people who have ever met. Now this we talked person. about this off air, and we were saying that we we kind of both like this theory. We don't agree with it, neither of us. I really wanted to do this as my theory. Yeah, you started, I, I was going to say, didn't you start research with this theory in mind? I did because it made perfect sense. It, is let's, make, yeah. let's make something that draws tourism. Let's buy all of our stones from it, Joe Fendley. It's a Fendley. really good capitalist plot to go, look, I mean, it's kind of like... Um, and you and the, it's somebody that nobody has ever I, met. I was listening to the podcast uh, um, uh, Dumb People Town and they were talking about how this, um, it was a GPS company, this really expensive, crazy GPS company. They had a bunch of their GPS unit stolen and mm-hmm. they found the culprits because of GPS and it looked like this huge marketing play. It was actually a real thing, but it, it right away they were like, this is a fucking marketing ploy. You know? Oh, and really? It would make sense. It's kind of the same with this. It's like, you know, let's make up somebody, somebody that mysterious. wants to use our granite and, and it'll bring us crazy amounts of, you know, what's uh, new WOs, hot, let's talk about that. And I like it, but there's too much that says that it's probably not that. You know? I think there's too much of it because there's documentation that Wyatt exactly. Martin still has. And when I looked up Joe Fendley, What's really interesting about him is after all of this went down, he actually went and had a successful mayoral bid. He, he yeah. became the mayor yeah. of the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, and that's actually interesting. I thought that even more so. But he was apparently now, he's all he's all talk. Like he couldn't. There's no way he could conceive 
all the different astronomical First of all, that, and, and then with, isn't he also kind of a chatterbox? And so people were saying, people that know him, they were like, he would have told somebody. There's no way. And then my biggest thing is Wyatt Martin, I think, is a man of principle. I don't think he could keep From what like I've read, I would, I would tend to agree with that, but you never know. You know, with people like that, it's like, well, he seems like from everything I've read, which is super limited on the guy, I haven't read a biography, everything I've seen, the it most, seems really good. The most interesting thing about him is this whole RC Christian thing. And that's the only reason people talk to him anymore. That's the only reason he is interviews because he was just a bank president in a small town a small granite community so there was really nothing extraordinary about him except for this whole georgia guidestone business yeah which obviously it makes sense that that's going to be the thing that you're recognized for but no i agree i i think from what i've from how i know this person based on research he seems like a pretty stand-up dude so maybe so let's just discount those are the yeah. three big theories that I hear over and over and over again and I'm just going to discount them other than the made up one I so want to believe. I just want to believe it so much. It kind of makes sense it is the thing like you see it in so many other uh, sectors and so many other parts of business like like it would make a lot of sense for them to make that up. So, but I don't think it happened. So I've struggled with this about what my theory was because when I first started doing this, I thought, oh my God, it's the Rosicrucians. It's the... Holy shit. Because that's an Speaking entire... of pronunciation. Is that not how you say it? Rosicrucians? Rosicrucians. Rosicrucians. Yes. Excuse me. Rosicrucians. <laughs> I should talk to you before we recorded. Rosicrucians. Crucians. I, I start... I, whatever. The Rose Christian, the Red Christians. Just yeah, just call them the Rose Christians. Rose Christians. No, That's so fine. when I started going down the down the rabbit hole of this, I was like, oh my god, Nick's right. This is a conspiracy. What <laughs> what don't I know? Is that the first time you thought that? Yes. When or, I first, or at least maybe the longest time the in lo- research, because maybe you've been like. Holy shit, is Nick right? No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, that was... I did that a little bit with our Denver airport episode. You were like, there's a lot. No, it's like, fine. No, it's fine. No. So what I ended up stumbling upon, and and this is where my theory more or less comes from, is there was a documentary done on the Georgia Guidestones. There were a lot of documentaries. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say which one because I'm not going to promote them. I'm not... I, I no, actually, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You cannot remove yourself from that that easily because I want to take it back a minute, dude, because literally... Like a couple days ago, when you got a hold of me and you were asking me about this episode, and you were asking me what I thought, because you know we like to pry information out of each other to get those gotcha moments on air. Um, you were asking me, you know, um, well, have you, have you? I think you know, kind of about this. Have you heard about this? And I discovered that JJ's initial theory seemed to be pro- proposed exclusively by the most conspiracy minded literally more conspiracy minded than Alex Jones holy shit he had the worst source I have ever seen he went back on it of course fine fine I will say what it is but I won't say anymore is dark clouds <laughs> over uh Elberton and who who uh who are the two biggest names associated with that oh uh, what's documentary? His name? um Pinto Pinto uh, Pinto maybe Pinto but it's I think it's Chris yeah or something and then um uh, uh Van uh, Van Smith, I think. Whoever it was, what I, the reason I have a big problem with with this entire thing is because they did a documentary on the Georgia Guidestones, and then they they more or less tricked. <laughs> That's not a documentary. Well, they did what they thought was a documentary. It was a very Christian documentary. What they me, but again, just let me let me no no wait wait, wait 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 wait. You're moving. We we argue. You're moving too far past how wrong you were. I don't get this often, JJ. You cited to me. Okay, so it was journalist Van Smith. He, <laughs> these two guys. So it's Van Smith and Chris Pinto. Chris Pinto, for example, uh, he he's a documentarian. 
that's what his job is. He believes that Atlantis is real and it was sunken by God. I'm I'm not going to just let me let me go where I'm going with <laughs> okay, this. I'm sorry. So they 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 went and they talked to Wyatt Martin and Wyatt Martin is a Christian man. He's a very very strong Christian yeah, which is man. Fine. And so they preface this as this is a Christian documentary about the Georgia Guidestones. It, it was made by a, a Christian company. Yes, the idea, yeah. exactly. So Christian, uh, so now a couple now company. a couple weeks before this interview was supposed to take place, Wyatt Martin had a stroke. He was in a very vulnerable state. And mm-hmm. one of the things they did is they more or less tricked him into showing them the documents of who Disgusting, our Christian dude. is. dude. That's terrible. He didn't show them, but what he did was he was looking at the documents and, and telling them about them that he had in this case that he had. And they more or less got it on camera. And this is post-stroke. Yeah. this. So is, it's like, Jesus, what scum. So they went and they did some research and they... And if you hear them talk about it, is that he was very open. That's not at all what happened. But they went, they did some research. They found out it was well, a gentleman. And it's funny, too, because they, they, they say, like you said, they say, well, he was very open eventually with it. It's like, so you guys just reported on the whole first part of his life before this, you know, accident, before all this. He was, he wanted to conceal uh, R.C. Christian's identity above all else. And then... After a stroke, apparently he just became open and had nothing to do with that. Well, you he, guys are fucking vultures. He kept he kept saying that he never wanted to show who R.C. Christian was, and that's why I'm not going to say the name of who the person is or give you any sort of details. If you really want to, you can look. You, at you it can yourself. look it up. Yeah, you can look it up yourself. But out of respect for, but I, I think the dude's dead though. No, Weimar's still alive. No, 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 no. Um, the guy, the name that you're not going to yes. say. Yes, he so is. So I, I almost feel like that might not matter because I, I it's not going to hurt anybody. No, I don't want to do it. We won't do it, but I don't want to do it. I don't feel comfortable. What I'm saying is you can feel comfortable as an audience member looking it up. Yes. You're not going to hurt anybody. If you want to look it up, you're more than welcome to. But essentially he was somebody who was from the Midwest. He was a doctor. Actually from Iowa. It doesn't matter. I'm not it, adding just, more. But. Again, he's so he was from the Midwest. He was from, Jesus, he was from Iowa. I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm very... <laughs> Keen on this, okay? Yeah, you're very adamant about yes. not revealing so identity. He was a doctor. He was from Iowa, and that he was kind of a racist person. And when you put that in context of what the Georgia Guidestone is, it kind of makes a little more sense or paints it in a and different picture. And let me let me just say this right now, so real quick. My my entire oh, document, my entire argument is going to be that it was one person. I'm not even going to say that this was the guy that I necessarily believe one way or the other, but I think it was one person that made the Georgia Guidestones. And I and I think it was just one guy rambling. I think there's too many, like kind of maybe a nut job. Not maybe that's a bad term for it, but maybe somebody who wasn't all together there. I think it was just some who, loony who just yeah who put what he believed. Oh, loony and, is much more PC than what I was going for. Okay. Thank you. I'm just gonna say loony. <laughs> I just think it was one loony I guy you, <laughs> who was sort of racist who went off and made these Georgia Guidestones because when I looked at how much the Georgia Guidestones cost in today's money, it was about five hundred thousand dollars. Which, in retrospect, isn't that much money for it's, what one person could put down to make this kind of a you're, monument? You're, but you're ma- I think you're making a mistake right there, and I'll, I'll you know what? I'm going to just so my, get into my argument my, right here. My argument is one person, one loony, and it wasn't anything other than his own just crazy ideas. Okay, and my argument is a little bit different. As you guys know, it will be. My argument is that it wasn't a grand uh, New World Order you know, plan and proclamation, but it was somebody that was acting either on on the faith of of uh, the New World Order, or he was trying to essentially show the New World. He was doing something in the name of the New World Order, or or something like that, and he was trying to impress the New World Order. I, I think that's he he was trying to say like, look, I'm doing a New World Order thing. I'm a New World Order candidate, or he was part of it but a small part, and he was the fall guy. 
Mm-hmm. That because it, that makes sense to me. I, I I don't necessarily disagree that it was one guy, but it it was part of the New World Order to me. It wasn't just some loony. No, no, no. It, it might have been somebody that was kind of crazy, but he was doing it either on orders or to impress people. It, it but it had something to do with the New World Order. It it wasn't. So he was doing. This it wasn't random. Not under direct orders of Hulk Hogan. No, but not under. under uh, that's why I keep saying New World Order, not NWO. <laughs> Which I you, think stood for New you, World Order. You have made me make this. It, did it? I think it did. I think it's that actually NWO makes a lot of sense. Holy shit! I haven't watched professional wrestling. Oh wait, no, I watched it very recently. I watched all the goddamn time, but I don't remember New NWO. So, so you think it's NWO in I some way? I miss TNT. That's what I miss. Anyway, is TNT not a thing? No, really. I'm pretty sure they're gone. Oh, is that no? It's TNA. No, that's a different abbreviation. That's tits and ass. No, TNA, I think, was total nonstop action. Yes, you're right. Yeah. But I mean, it's it, also it, tits and ass. It's also that. <laughs> they would so, have had a lot more viewers. <laughs> so let's let's talk about what the Georgia Guidestones, what the meaning is of it is because when I first started looking at this, when I first started doing research yep. on it, that you, whole... 500 the apocalyptic vision the 500 true. million people it was very apocalyptic and then here's the new rules yes that you need to now govern what do you, society when you say with. you first started looking what do you see it as now i don't see it necessarily as an apocalyptic after reading the uh after reading rc rc christians his new um, his book his book yeah. which you have my notes i ripped that off Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have my we have, notes. Here's the thing, listeners. Uh, common sense renewed. Wait, wait, wait. If me. you guys don't realize this, um, sometimes we we plan things a little bit. Uh, we it's not all just seat of our pants, and so we write some things down. And JJ's the only. One that I brings write lots paper. of things down. He's, he's the only one that brings paper. I'm in the the 21st century. He's not, but um, so he'll write things down for me to say sometimes, and he'll hand me a he'll rip out a page and hand it to me, and then he still has notes on it. So that's the delay. <laughs> so after looking at the common yes. sense renewed and the rhetoric as you need to give yourself to the state, the mass sterilization, the the whoa, whoa, whoa. retention of the world that order. That was not what it said. It absolutely did no, say that. No, not in R.C. Christian's book. He did not say mass sterilization. Yes, he did. No, he, he did He not. absolutely alluded to it all the time. He alluded to it, but he did not say all mass sterilization. All the time, the undesirables. I think it was even... He, he, his did, exact, he definitely got into positive and negative eugenics, his, but he did not say the phrase mass sterilization. His exact words were superior human intellect and compassion and drive are the ones that should reproduce. Agreed, but he did not say the term mass sterilization. Okay, fine. He didn't say mass sterilization, but that's exactly what it was. Yeah, you could, but that's so, it's a it's a, it's an ill-defined thing to begin with, dude. I'm just saying, like it, because that's like people that are equating Trump to Hitler. He has said some terrible shit that it seems very similar to stuff that Hitler said, but he's not Hitler. I understand. Okay, that's all I I'm understand trying to say. that. That's fine. So apparently that but, was a wound for me that but, you died, Port Sultan. But <laughs> yes, but uh, maintain humanity under yes. 500 million people in perpetual balance yes. with nature. That's a number that I think he just thinks is a good number for people. Now, that doesn't kind of I'll admit that seems arbitrary to me. Well, but back in the 1980s, the well, population was at about 4.5 to 5 billion people. It's is, is less what is it now like 7.5? We're about 7.5 billion, yes. Yep. So it's I mean, think of uh, Jesus like just real quick listeners, think about that increase. What's that? Big 40 increase. 40 years? Yep. We've almost doubled. We've almost doubled our population. <laughs> Jesus. In, and we'll I talk th- about a need for population control. Maybe he was right. I don't know. And I think by the time now we get I'm a to eugenicist. Twenty. By the time we get to twenty fifty, we'll be over ten to twelve billion. Is I think I read somebody online. Rate. This was a very it, it actually. I got to admit, 
I don't know if you guys do the same thing, listeners, but uh, when you see certain YouTube comment threads and you're like, shit, I got to see where this goes. This is hilarious. Even though it doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm talking about, JJ? Yes. It's like, it's entertaining, but you're like, this is bullshit. I, I do I that saw, on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. It's the worst. Um, And it's, I saw one where people were arguing about what the number is because somebody was like, somebody literally was just like, yeah, maybe population control makes sense possibly. They had so many qualifiers where they're like, maybe, possibly, it might. And somebody's like, you're a piece of shit. We can sustain 12 to 14 billion more people. And I was like, no, we can't. But I, I wanted to read, and I read about 15 back and forth comments, and holy shit, that digressed quick. But anyway, oh, everybody becomes was an bad. expert when you're on the internet. Jesus, and I was like, where are you getting these? Where where did you get 12 to 14 billion? Anyway, we so don't have enough now. Where the Georgia Guidestone, I think the main the main idea behind it is this population control and everything needs to go through the state. Yeah. I, I completely believe that because everything is, you must maintain populate population at 500,000. I don't think it's a catastrophic event. I just think it's a, we need to start controlling population and dwindling down the undesirables. Right. And that's, that's a huge distinction is whether it's, it's a cat, it's a, it's a, um, like you said, a catastrophic event, whether it's a, you know, end of times apocalypse catastrophic event that leads to the death of everybody except for 500 million, or it's let's start enacting policies on a state level that lead to that. If I was just somebody who was just looking at the Georgia Guidestones just by itself without any other thing, I would say it's a catastrophic event because they say to make sure you're one with nature, to unite everybody. If you look at that, everything together, yeah. Well, because even if you look at just the Georgia Guidestone and how it was made to withstand a catastrophic event, well, here's these guides of what we're going to happen to how we're going to rebuild society. But when you read the book, when you read uh, yeah, Common Sense the Renewed, book changes so much. it changes everything. And if you think that, from what I believe, is that it's just one person who's just kind of a racist individual crackpot... It makes me think that it's not just trying to rebuild society. It's this is how we're going to make society better. The state needs to be in charge. Someone needs to be in charge of who can breed, how they can breed, uh, who's who's coming in. And, you know, you need to give yourself to the state. Yeah, but but real quick, let me just throw some political theory in there. Somebody who's saying that the state needs to do this and this and this and Mm -hmm. we need that that is not typically a racist because that's you know it, more more often than not somebody who's talking about state intervention is more on the democratic side of things yes let me just throw that in there normally the people who are more libertarian and more th- those are the you know or, or at least maybe more conservative i don't need to i don't i'm not trying to shit on conservatives or libertarians or democrats i'm not trying to shit on anybody but just political theory in the spectrum where it falls is that if you're talking about state having more control and doing more things you're probably more on the left side and that's usually less associated with racism but people who believe in eugenics and what is undesirable, usually there's some sort of racist tone. Agreed. But I don't think there's anything in the guidestones, maybe the book, but there, I don't think there's anything in the guidestones that say, that, that really point to eugenics. I think they point more to population control, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I think it's absolutely eugenics. Why? Based on the guidestones. The sta- no, not on, not on just the guidestones. Well, that's no, what I was you're talking ab- about. No, yes. you're absolutely right. But you have to take the guidestone and common sense renewed in the same picture. How do you how do you know that that those were a hundred percent by the same person? What verification do you have that it wasn't somebody using the same name that thought they believed the same thing as the person who made the guidestones? From what I understand, RC Christian gave everything to Wyatt Martin. He's Wyatt Martin one... propagated all of this, the guidestones and the book. And the, that's what I, as I understand it. And as I understand it, the common sense renewed, it was actually at the public library is where these things were 
distributed out. That's actually out. a good place. To be honest, I mean... Of, of Elberton, Georgia. So that's, well, that's okay, where it was. specifically that, but... Yeah. That's where it was. It wasn't just at a library. It was at the town's library. Well, the fact that we know about it now, we can talk about it now, that means it was they picked a good place because we've heard about it and we're in Iowa. You can download the PDF. I Truthfully, I tried to find on Amazon where I could buy one of these so I could have it for the podcast. Yeah. Couldn't find it. <laughs> Couldn't find it. We're trying to buy some weird shit for the podcast. We're gonna cover that later, but yes, <laughs> we got weird so, glasses and yeah. Anyway, so let's 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 just start with. Yes. I I want to talk about why do you think this was a group for NWO? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think that it's kind of the same thing. I don't. I Jesus. Let me just start with this. I don't want to start a big argument or anything like that. But I I, I That's see literally what our podcast is about. I do it with you, but not with people on the internet. Not okay. With, not with a mass amount of. I I always want to start an argument with you. Like literally, you'll be like, I'll, I'll be like, hey dude, I'm drunk. Can you pick me up? And you'll be like, yeah, I can. In five minutes. I'll be like, how about three? You piece of shit. Like I start an argument with you over everything. But with um with this, I'm not trying to start a big online argument. I just I feel like what I'm seeing here. To, to me personally is close to Timothy McVeigh and the Oklahoma city bombing. Okay. I'm seeing somebody who he either is a scapegoat and there were more people involved or got help from other people and decided that he was the person that he was going to be the fall guy intentionally. But that, that is this RC Christian character. I think that he would have been fine with, with uh, if they were like, this is NWO and, and we identify if, if our government was different and they were totally against this kind of stuff and he had been identified and caught, he would have been fine with it because he was part of this big thing and he was part of the greater good in his mind. But I think that, it's you're not I think if you think it's just one dude who's kind of crazy you're not looking into it enough because there's so many references he's clearly hearkening to NWO you know what I mean well now that that's was the other thing I was going to ask you is does the NWO do they believe these 10 guides do they believe in pop I think population control definitely and reproducing wisely but do they believe in this one language do they believe in yes. avoiding petty law and useless Do you remember officials? our Denver airport episode? I do. Yes. The, the the proposed the idea that we have by we I mean theorists the idea that we have of the the new world order is I mean it does fluctuate but it, the the general idea is that yeah like basically whatever you think that's that would be a real controlling factor. That's what they're probably doing. And all of these things, all these commandments are a real controlling factor. So it, it does at least with the ones that are very obvious, the, like you said, the population control, things like that. They're clearly talking about, he's, he's clearly referencing new world order. I'll just say for a second, even if your theory is completely correct and it's one dude who's kind of off his rocker, he is t- trying to talk to the new world. What order. about, what about be not a cancer on the earth? Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Is that new world order? Do they believe in nature, like environmental issues? Yes. Not. I mean, because that's uh, a commandment. That's a huge thing. That seems more to me. There seems like there's so many contradicting things that just is that's part of all these different groups that one person could pick and choose what they want and what they like. Well, I feel like that's one of those things where it's like. Like what we talked about in Denver Airport, where it was like, um, maybe these things don't seem exactly in key for what we know about NWO, but they they seem, you know, like uh, the idea of the, the paintings that we talked about, the murals. It's like, well, these do seem to be good for everybody, um, 
it at the end, so they'll hang in the airport. It's the same thing with this. It's like, well, everybody's on a, a nature kick. Even the 80s, everybody's on a, a big, like, you know, we need to make the earth better and stop polluting and shit like that. You know, I'm trying to remember the first Kyoto uh, uh, greenhouse gas, the global warming conference. I think it was maybe 91, but it wasn't too far off from 80, you know. Um, please write me if I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong. But, um, the, like, the idea of, of, the, of nature being a real thing that we need to worry about that was there. And I don't think it's too far off even for like new world order to, to or somebody, what I'm getting at is somebody who is trying to get the attention of the new, the new world order, whether it exists or not, they believe it. And they are part of a group. I, I just have a hard time with that for, for two reasons. These, these are my big, big, big reasons why I believe it's just one nut job. The first is that everything seems to be in, be in with nature. And I haven't seen any groups that are, super into nature population control and state that just seems like three very different i think entities. two of them are very similar and then one is an outlier it's like you know um uh population control is an outlier nature and state that's pretty left but population control it's not left or right that's just people are like that's murder and it's like no it's just saying like maybe we should do like a one child thing that would probably make a lot of sense well but this wasn't even just a one child thing this was that the desirables need to be the ones reproducing and to guide reproduction. I don't see that. But the re guide reproduction wisely improve fitness and diversity. Diversity though. Diversity can mean very different things though. What do you take if you if you take like you said with the single individual where you say that that where uh, or at least what we talked about where the documentary seemed to be pointing towards somebody who had racist tendencies. What does diversity mean in a sense that makes sense for a racist to be propagated? In intelligent diversity, uh, diversity within. Uh, what different people are good at. Some people are very good at music. Some people are very good at culture. Some people oh, so are... things that are shared across different races possibly, yes. but they mean diversity as in you should be good at a lot of things, but definitely white. Yes. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. Here's my other big thing about why I don't think this is a group is that this was financed through a bank. And this and this is the reason I have such a big problem with this is the loan that was taken out for the Georgia Guidestone and the land, it was a 20-year loan for about, as I understand it, 500000 Dollars. Wyatt Martin came on and said, no, 500000 in today's money or $250,000 back in 1980. That's way above what we actually paid him. He won't, he won't give the actual amount, but let's just use $500,000 as a point of reference. Mm -hmm. He went to a bank. He got financing for $500,000 that he spent over 20 years. If this was a big organization, if it was a big entity, why not just go up to... With a sack of money. With a sack, yeah. with a sack of money to Joe Fendley and say... Do it. Call it a day. Why have a paper? Why have a paper trail? Well, okay. That strikes me as not in this unobtainable but amount it's, it's of money. The same, it's the same idea of leaving a fake name. It's it's the same argument. It's like, why leave a name at all? Why why not just be totally shadow government and do it? It's like, well, because you still have to make contacts. Like, you, you have a fake guy who, even though... So he said his name was, you know... Um, uh, R.C. Christian. R.C. Christian. And it's like, then, then he also told Wyatt his real name. That was probably also a fake name. I don't actually think it was a fake name. I think he actually Based on gave, what? I think he had to give a real documentation. For and, the bank loan. 
for the bank loan. Right, right. But I mean, so maybe, maybe he has a fake identity and that he goes, all right, my name's RC Christian. You know what? I'm going to tell him I, I, I'm going to, I need the bank loan. So I'm going to tell him my name is Coca-Cola can. That's my real name. He has fake documentation on the name Coca-Cola can. They then, give him the money because he's part of the NWO. He's a super rich dude who's has a license under the name Coca-Cola can. Well, but then why even do, why even go with RC Christian? To because begin it with? adds more mystery to the whole thing and it adds more, more credence to the people who do believe it. I think it's more likely that this guy gave gave Wyatt Martin his real name, his real information. Okay. And, well, and, and and let me let me let me go ahead, just sorry. say I, I want to say I think he gave him his real information. And doing that is an incredible risk. If you yes. really want to remain completely anonymous, that's a huge risk. Thank God Wyatt Martin was a man of principle. Why would you choose as a <laughs> why would you as a secret organization bent on world domination, why would you send some guy to trust some other guy you don't really know. Here's the exact reason why Timothy McVeigh, perfect example. He accomplished more for that crazy gun-toting far right than anybody ever did. That was exactly what they talked about in the Turner Diaries and things like that. He accomplished exactly what they wanted to, and he was the only fall guy. It may be, you know, uh, Nichols, maybe Terry Nichols, maybe he, you know, accomplices, but it was just like, what, three teens or, or early 20s who got put in jail for what a bunch of people planned on doing in so the murder what, building? So what you're saying is R.C. Christian, if he was found out, it wouldn't matter one way or, one way or the other because even if Wyatt Martin spilled the beans, who cares? See, this guy yeah. is just sacrificial lamb. It's just, And he wants it that way, and they want it that way, and it makes perfect sense for an organization to do that. It's happened before. I can understand that. I yeah. guess I can. I and, can understand that. I, I, I know. I guess that's my thing in, in the whole thing. It's like, let's just say for a second, totally like hypothetical. But if if we now know that this was an NWO like plot, that makes sense. That's where I just don't believe in the NWO in, in general as an organization. I believe in them as an idea that people might do things for, whether they exist or not. I think that. It's such a loosely defined group that it clearly exists in some definitions. There are meetings of high-powered people that do want to change the world, and maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, but they do meet and they do make these plans, and some of them come to fruition, and and some people do bad things based on them. It does exist in some form. When we first started talking about this, I, I originally told you, like, I don't really care who R.C. Christian is. Yeah. To me, it's kind of like Jack the Ripper. At the end of the day, who cares? He still commissioned this. He still did all these yeah. things. But it matters in what was the motivation. And yeah. that's what matters with what R- who R.C. Christian was and what his motivations were because that changes the entire principle of the guide. I think the motivation to me is similar, like, I, like I've said three times now, but it's similar to McVeigh. I think it's it's doing something for what you perceive to be the greater good for your group. I think it's him either actively being a part of some New World Order organization or wanting to be based on what he understands the New World Order to be and doing something or having a group of people that does something and and he sees it as moving forward the New World Order or, or I mean, or it's somebody who's afraid of the you know Cold War nuclear bombings, and he's still. But it, there's so much. I just feel like you can't remove the New World Order from it. There's so much that's similar, and there's a lot of different uh, symbolisms. Now, one thing we we didn't mention is that uh, Joe Fendley was a Mason. He was a Freemason. Yeah, another but thing. of course because they yeah Masons have their dicks and everything. It's yeah yeah yes not a surprise but. Now, I guess I want to ask you, are Freemasons and our NWO, is that mutually exclusive? Do they not like each other? Uh, okay. 
this is a whole thing. Did I just go down a rabbit hole? Well, it's not that. I, I'm not going to get too far into it, but it's a whole thing where some people do see masonry, freemasonry. They see this whole organization as part of the New World Order. Some people see them as diametrically opposed. What I want to talk about that we haven't got into yet is where the Rosicrucians fall into this. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Let me, I, I'm going to, I'm going to just totally, I just because, took a hard fucking left turn on the because, steering wheel. You were steering, nope, now I am. Nope, because what <laughs> I, but because all I'm going to do is say anything Rosa Christian is just this guy, R.C. Christian, he was a Christian. I think anything other than him being a Christian, I think is overly read into. Yeah, okay. That's so, just what I'll say. Sure. Okay, so. He admitted he's a Christian. Yes. Well, that's, that. in, in a manner of speaking, yes. Well, but there's so many different, di- you know, belief systems yes. in Christianity. There's oh, so yeah, many yeah. different left, right, that middle. Was, when I was pursuing a degree, that I mean, that was part of what I did. I did a lot with like Gnostic, Gnosticism and the, uh, the other Christian, the early Christian sects that sects that didn't make it to today where you see the anywhere on the spectrum from Protestant to Catholic. There are things way outside of that that are definitely considered Christian, but they died out. Um, and, but and, every Christian also has their own, their own beliefs. But, yeah. but, but go on, go on. Well, go on, and so, so Rosicrucian specifically, um, uh, one of the things that I want to talk about is, first of all, the biggest just nail on the head thing is his name. R.C. Christian? Yeah. I mean, that is, you can't get more like, I'm a Rosicrucian Christian. R.C. Christian. There was another, I think that was, some people believe it was the nod to the founder of. Yes, and I, I totally believe that because it was the, um, uh, uh Jesus, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. His escapes but, me, too. Yeah, but, um, but it, it does seem like, you have to admit at least, it, it does seem like a big nod. I Whether it is that, or isn't. I just think Ruza Christianism, I just think it's much more likely that he just put R.C. I don't know why. I have no earthly idea but, why he picked R.C. Christian. Why, so if you can say you think it's more likely that he just picked those letters, but mm-hmm. they seem to line up very perfectly with uh, you can't say you don't see why. It's clearly right there. No, I just think it's. I just think he picked a name. He picked a couple initials. Who knows why? Maybe it was his dog. Maybe I know why. It's because he was hearkening to the Rosicrucians, and so in in a lot of actually. And I want to bring this up. I, I talked earlier about um the the dude from history that did the debunking shows, and he. I mean, he spends half of the episode on um the George Guidestones that they do. He spends half of it talking to, um, talking about and to people that. Are students of Rosicrucianism, and um, they talked to one. Oh, it's one a woman. Christian Rosencrits. Yeah, Rosencrits. Yeah, yeah. And so that's is the founder of Ro- yes. Rosicrucianism. Well, and, and another big part of it is that it, the actual Georgia Guidestone sculpture itself is it has the the it's a cross, and then it has a piece on top that is exactly like the Rosy Cross, which is a cross with the rose on top. It is exactly like that, and and his name is R. C. Christian Rosa Christian. I mean, it's it's just there. It's it's the, the proof in the pudding. Jesus. I think you're reading too much into it, but that's just me. The, I'm reading too much into it, and the fact that it is so phonetically similar and stylistically similar. I mean, this is this is one of those ones, listeners, where like I'm sitting here in front of a mic, and I'm like, oh, do you not fucking see this? Mm. But <laughs> I'm losing my mind. But anyway, I might be wrong. But it just it's it's too. There's no way it's innocuous. It's too specific. It's right there. Yeah. You know, and, and you don't have to believe it. And, and like I said, I don't think your theory is, is, is wrong or off. Well, I think it's wrong, but I don't think it's it, if I think it's wrong because I believe something different, but I don't believe something different based on the fact that I know it. It's because I believe it. And so yours might be right. Mine might be right. But I don't think either. Like I've said before, I don't think either of them is, is irrational in any way. It would make sense if he was kind of a rogue, rogue accretion. 
Jesus, that's a tongue twister. But but if he if he interpreted the uh, sect of Christianity this way, it would make sense for him to try to try to you know build uh, a different set of commandments and set it and grant it in in a place. Um, another thing he talked about on the History Channel documentary is that they um, this area in Georgia might not be affected by um, when the the solar flares happen and it destroys everything in 2012, you know? <laughs> and, now, I, I did, now, actually, what I want to say about that is I, I just flat out do not believe that the st- the place where the where the Georgia Guidestone are, I don't think it has any sort of significance other than that it's close to Alberton. It's it's very close to where well, that, one of the Well, that's no significance is. either. Oh, oh, so because they could use the, the, um, it the was, material. It was cheaper so that they didn't have to they go as far. They granite, could just v- yeah. bring bring that granite straight there. Because if I remember reading it correctly, is R.C. Christian wanted to do it in a, in a different place, but Joe Fedley said, no, 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 let's just put it here. It's going to cost less. And if I remember right, what they wanted to do was, what the way the, the way that Georgia Guidestone looks right now is not how the original design was like intended. Was, yeah. It was actually meant to have like more like stone hinges around it. It was supposed to be a bigger sure. plot, but they ran out of money. Well, I mean, maybe. Which again points to one guy. That does because he needed that a does. bank loan. Yes, that does. But here's what, your budget. But here's, here, let me ask you, what's, your, what's your academic source on that? Where Where are you getting the information that he ran out of money? I don't based know. On that? Exactly. So get out of here. So what I'm saying is, where it, are you getting all your info from? I'm getting all my info from debunking your info. Okay. <laughs> from your From your no, three no, and a half no. semesters no. of college. That was real. Debunkingyourinfo.com. Go to it, guys. But no, oh, really? no, no, oh. no, no. I thought. Okay. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> debunking JJ's fakeinformation.com. This is the first episode I've been able to say this, that JJ has bullshit information, so please remember that when you're voting. Um, no, you can't poison the well <laughs> like that. Yes, I can. No, 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 um, no, but no. I think this one, you got to admit, man, this one's weird, and it's either totally not, I mean, it's, it's either like it's, it's, whatever, or it's just more, a little more weird, but it's somewhere in the middle. It's very weird in that somebody who didn't want to be named is is doing all of these things. That's some outspoken KKK affiliated racist is going to reference Swahili and and not want to be named. That's weird. No, that is weird. And the fact that the different languages that they used, I don't know if I can point to one reason why they use Swahili rather than French. Oh, I wanted to get to that. Uh, Thank you. So at at the very least, the four top languages on the, on the capstone, those are very biblical, not necessarily not biblical. Those are um, scriptural languages for different religions. And and actually most of the eight, can you, do you have uh, on the tip of your fingers? Do you have the eight languages again? Yes, I do actually. Perfect. I can turn my handy dandy. <laughs> Your fancy notebook. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. you wish you had a notebook that you could just flip sure through? Sure, don't. I really can just easily? ask you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. I mean, straight up. I mean, um, Hindi. Uh, Hebrew and Arabic, obviously those are very religious languages. And then the, the capstone, the four are, let me see if I can get it. It's, um, it's Sanskrit, uh, Egyptian hieroglyphics, um, Greek, I- I- Greek, which is where the Septuagint is written in the original Bible and Babylonian, and Babylonian, which is again, the, like uh, Jewish, the Babylonian Talmud is written. And so those are clearly religious uh, languages. And, even most of the the eight common languages that he used, or that he or the group used, were religious languages. I mean, I think there's no reading into it further than that. He wasn't trying to do eight common languages. He was trying to do what people are going to understand religious texts. Even though he did write later that it didn't have anything to do with religion, I think that's bullshit. 
that's what a lot of people will say is that yeah. he, he RC Christian came out and said this isn't a religious thing and that's not necessarily I think that's true. bullshit. Yeah. I do I do believe that that it is kind of BS. Yeah. I, I actually truly I think believe clearly it. it was there's religious a religious undertone. The, yes, exactly. I mean, you're, you're literally rewriting the Ten Commandments in different languages that are all scriptural languages. I mean, that that is religious. No, I, I completely... Uh, I, in this situation, I will completely yes. agree and, with And you. so I just think that altogether... It is hearkening to religion, whether it's one dude or not. I think it's 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 too it's too specific but, with the the old the, you know the ancient um, uh, Aristotle star site and, and all of that. I mean, I think it's 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 anything that's Greek points to the Septuagint. Anything that's you know, there's a lot of things that point to different religions in in different languages, things like that. I mean, it is too intelligent for one person who's a KKK affiliated racist to do anything with. I think, well, but then again, there are very intelligent people who are racist, who believe terrible, terrible things. So I think it's Name just a, one. I don't know. <laughs> there aren't a lot of very intelligent people who are racist. I no, there's a, plenty of intelligent people who are racist. There's I think we're defining intelligent... intelligence differently. Well, okay. well, A well-spoken person. Because keep in mind that R.C. Christian did not say, he did not say, Dude. he didn't translate all these languages. Yes. They had somebody from the university. Yes, but he well, just said, this are the languages that I want. Why would you pick those languages if you're racist towards the groups that speak those languages? That's I, the thing. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And that's my problem. I'm not saying that well-spoken and racist can't go together, but picking languages that are based on ethnicities that you supposedly hate, that doesn't go with that, you know? Racist. Well, but that just might be, I don't know. I, yeah. Just because you, pe- people who are racist don't like to admit they're racist to begin with. Either way, that's I, a lot of stretching. Some people say, I'm not racist, but I'll drop an N-bomb if I see. All I'm saying, I mean, just, that's just, yeah. you know, nobody wants to admit, because there's such a negative stereotype of being racist, but you can still have racist tendencies. I have a black friend, but I say the N-word with my black friend. <laughs> no, I get that. But at the same time, it's like, t- to me, this whole story isn't a person who happens to be racist and affiliated with KKA and also decided that these eight languages that are totally vast cultural differences all need to be represented in this piece. And they need to harken back to being able to see the North star and a sundial and you know, all the, it's, well, just, that's, it's too that's, much. That's it's the reason much. why people think that this was supposed to be after the apocalypse happens or some sort because of, because then we have event. a way to measure time and things like yeah, that. But yeah. you can always find the North star. Yeah. Like you don't need the Georgia guys. So, Oh, there it is. But now it, we can but, find but it forever help. and ever it'll, and ever. It'll help. Or or the summer solstice or the yes. fall solstice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're just going to figure that out no, at some I, I point agree. or another. You don't need a Georgia Guidestones. I agree, but at the same time, we figured it out you're going to make it easier. And then if he guesses it right, like, okay, I'm going to make it easier if you find solstices. Crazy shit happens. It does make it easier. He's right. All right. Let, <laughs> you know? let's, just, let's just say it's weird. I don't yes. think that there's any any debate Please tell us what about you guys think. We've clearly missed some shit. But um, I, I just, I just, there's so many things, and I don't mean to just make it all about RC Christian, but I think knowing that's who important. he is, yes, is is instrumental yeah, on figuring out what this is all about. I so agree. It, that's that's kind of where I'm at. But again, let us know. We're gonna yeah. figure it out. Was it one so, guy or was this NWO? So let me say, I, I uh, just to reiterate, I personally think that it's more than one person, and I think that the NWO has something to do with it. And by that I mean either the NWO actively has something to do with it, or it was somebody trying to impress the NWO. Okay. What do you think? I think it was just some loony, yep. just by himself. I think he had a bunch of different ideas uh, about how we need to be with nature. I think he had some ideas with population control and eugenics, and I think he just kind of 
put all of his own things in it, his own spin, and he just happened to have the finances and the will to do this. Nowadays, somebody like that would just jump on a Yahoo forum, Yahoo, you know, answers yeah. and, and <laughs> spew this. This yeah. guy, at the time, there wasn't an internet, so he needed an outlet, and the Georgia <laughs> Guidestones was his outlet. He needed four 19-foot granite stones. Exactly. That That's his <laughs> Yahoo uh, answers. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's his Yahoo answers. All right, well, let us know, you guys, um, who what? you think won. Real, yes, and yep. then uh, real quick, who are you listening to ah. on podcast? I am listening to lately, uh, honestly, since we've recorded last, I've been listening to one podcast, um, this is this is a weird shout out because they're much bigger, so they're never gonna hear it. But I've been listening to uh, Dumb People Town. Okay. It's um, the Sklar Brothers, uh, another host I don't remember, and then they have comedians on every week. They talk about people send in local news stories, sometimes about criminals, sometimes otherwise. But it's just about people doing dumb shit. Uh, I just want to bring up like a couple of the ones that made me just laugh physically at work. One of them was dude got bit by a poisonous snake. Um, he woke up his girlfriend they were camping he woke up his girlfriend and said hey um i'm gonna die but i want to bite you so you die with me and we were together forever that's literally not how any of that works yeah i know but it's it was a real thing and, and th- those are some of the stories and and so well and now the, the did the, did she bite him no well he bit her did he and his did saliva she it? yeah yeah yes she did and his saliva actually did poison her but she made it and he died well, yeah, he should die, the dumbass. Yes, he should. It, it's a, but it's the like I said, the three hosts, and and they bring on a comedian. You know every what? Week and they you know what? In this situation, I agree with eugenics. Let that guy die. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. No, that's uh, Darwinism. Yes. That's totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, actually, I mean, they take uh, yeah. a lot of the, anyway. Um, what have I'm, you been listening? to? I'm listening to what were they thinking? It's a movie review podcast yeah. that they review. What they call awful movies, and I have a bone to well, pick with them. No, no, no. But they've even said they've tweeted and said that not everything. Some of them they love, but people consider them to be awful. Yes, that's true. And I have a bone to pick with them with Ernest Saves Christmas because that is one of a staple of my Dude, childhood. The Ernest movie sucked. No, no, they do not. So you have a bone to pick with me too. I have a bone to pick with anybody <laughs> who thinks that the Ernest movies suck. They are, uh, they are. I even, t- I think I even said to them that they would have won. They would have won back in '81. Uh, the Oscar had it not been for Rain Man. <laughs> which should have won. <laughs> which did win. Yeah, well, Rain and, Man and, did win. And, and that was justified. <laughs> that, yes, it was. Um, I've also been listening to, I, I finally got a chance to listen to Murder We Guess. Yeah. And it is just as amazing as you think yeah, it is. Yeah. If you if, read the description, you go, shit, that sounds good. And then you listen, it's like, yep, that's good. Well, because <laughs> if you if you were, like, if, if your mom or dad or whoever, because you, you by yourself never watched Murder, She Wrote. You know, your parents watched Murder, She Wrote, and you just caught bits and pieces or you watched it with them because that's what they were doing. It's the same thing with, like, Matlock. I was or, just going to say, it's like watching Matlock because of uh, your grandpa, Abe Simpson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or or uh, Diagnosis Murder. And that was great. I actually like Diagnosis. Yes, murder. but you never watched it by yourself. You That's watched it because true. your parents watched it. That's true. And it gave me such a nostalgic, you know, because yeah. I remember Murder, She Wrote. Oh, and man. they will. They'll go through it and they try to figure out who the main, who, who, who did it yep. before they did it. And I and the one I listened to, I, t- I thought I had my own theories and I totally got it wrong and I was yep. mad. But did funny. they get it right? No, they didn't get oh, it right. Oh, okay. So you guys no, were both wrong. They, we were all wrong. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but they were really, really fun. Uh that they were really really fun. So yeah, those both are the ones those, that I, um, murder we guess and what what were they thinking? Those are both. Great. Those are my. Those are the ones that I've been listening to. And I'll say I, I'm sorry to throw another you know big fish to you guys with famous comedians, but I I really have been listening to to dumb people down a lot lately. They're, they're, they're that's fine. Good. And then of course listen to. 
who's right yep. there. Who's they're right? They, they, lovely. They're so funny. God and damn. and that's really what the ones I've been listening to. I will I guess get I didn't even pull out my phone. Hold on. Those are the ones I've been listening to, and those are the ones that I I've actually been... recently, for the first time in my life, I subscribed to somebody's Patreon. Really? Yep. Uh, See if you can guess who. While you're doing that, I wanna <laughs> I wanna say thank you to who did I? I listened to a, a Thinking Sideways for information on the Georgia Guidestones. Oh, I yep. Also listened to oh who was it that I listened to that had a lot of good stuff? I, um, I, I well well you think I'll say who I listened to to start off because I, I think we've talked about this before. Sometimes we will both start off with like. Oh, there's a podcast episode about it. Well, that's a good start, you know, and then we'll go into actual research after that. It's not like that's it, but no, I No, but it's to, good if I'm like driving in the car agreed. going home like or, or me at work. I listen for 8 hours at work, you know, I, I usually listen I can listen to music cuz I'm I'm doing, you know, stuff I focus on yeah. and, and Oh, stuff uh, they don't want you to know. Yeah, that's good. I was listening I, to that. I listened to uh Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone show The Boogie Monster. They had an episode about the Georgia Guidestones. Okay. Those are both, you know, hilarious dudes. Kyle Kinane's one of my favorite comedians. They had an episode fucking hilarious um i listened to them for some support and then like i said i watched the uh d- um the history channel documentary and that was that, that was another good one and another good starting place <laughs> so other than that let us know who's right who's yep. wrong let us uh like us on who's right it's doug it, yes yeah it's, or anthony it's, but it's always Doug. yeah <laughs> no it's always doug i think anthony was right once nope screw you anthony <laughs> Jesus, it's dude. always doug <laughs> i'm team, great i'm job. team doug I guess I'm Team Anthony. All right. Well, well, when we do our co-episode, that's, <laughs> yes. that's who we'll be on with. So, um, yeah, like like JJ was saying, you know, let us know who's right on our Twitter poll, as we always do. And, and then enjoy otherwise... our new outro that we just recorded. Yep. You guys are going to hear it, uh, I guess, right now. Signing, Bye. Signing out. Hey, thanks so much for making it to the end of the episode. If you made it this far, maybe you're willing to take a little bit further. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at CTArgue. We love interacting with people. We run polls every single week. If you want to take even a step further than that, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash conspiring to argue. If you want to, you know, join the conversation beyond those two, we have a website. It's um, conspiring to argue.podbean.com. We, um, I'm really proud of our site, to be honest. I designed it. It looks great. So definitely uh, look at our page. You know, you can comment on there. You can follow us on Podbean. Please do that. Um, otherwise, if you want to get in touch with us in general, our uh, new email is conspiring to argue at gmail.com. We'll definitely be, you know, we're quick to reply. We're quick to take suggestions. We'd love to hear what you thought of our episodes. And please review us on iTunes. It helps us grow. 